Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball, and today we're going to talk about direct mail. Now, I know you're thinking, Lorraine, we're living in a digital age, but I got news for you guys. Direct mail still works, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And to have that conversation, I have invited Travis Lee to drop by. He's an expert in getting direct mail delivered, opened, and read. He's the co-founder and president of 3D Mail, generates huge returns for thousands of businesses each year who use his innovative and effective marketing strategies. And so we're going to pick his brain a little bit, and hopefully you'll walk away with some strategies too. Travis, welcome to the show. Hey, Lorraine. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to be here, and I'm looking forward to impart some some knowledge on kind of an old school marketing technique that kind of people have pushed off to the side over the years. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I'm really excited because actually when I started my agency, I was kind of a postcard queen. I was working with a lot of small businesses and postcards were a wonderful way to get noticed. And we did drift into digital marketing, but there's still a place for direct mail. Where do I start today? (laughs) Well, that's a great question. And you kind of kicked us off great is so many people as we've ran towards digital, Mm -hmm. you know, the last 10 or so years, but especially the last three to four years, everyone's run towards digital. And I'm not here to tell you that you don't need to use digital. I'm here to tell you to use all of it. This is just a tool in your toolbox, right? But as everyone has rushed towards digital, the, the, the price of everything has gone up, right? So literally the price of the price of engagement, the price of a click, the price of everything has gone up while, because everyone's ran over there. But like most things, when everyone runs one way, it might be a good idea to have another eye kind of turn back towards what's over here, right? And so when it comes to direct mail, while we may be living in this digital world where we're inundated with digital digital everything, the mailbox now has much much less competition. There's less people in it. And I don't care if you're young or old, male or female, black or white, you still collect your mail every day and you still go through it and you still look for things that intrigue you. And so it's still a great way to get in front of your ideal prospect or client or customer or whoever you serve. It really is true. There are days that I don't get any mail anymore because my bills are delivered electronically. We don't have a lot of publications anymore. And so, yeah, when when something ends up in my inbox, I've got time to take a look. So I'm thinking about trying direct mail. What do I need to know? Well, the first thing you have to know when it comes to direct mail is everything starts with the mailing list. So if you don't have the right audience, you ha- you don't have a chance. And so what I like to say is if if you have the perfect list, everything else can just be mediocre in terms of your message and your offer and all that kind of stuff. But if you have the perfect list, it you, you get a lot more fudge factor. However, if you have a bad list, so I'll give you an example. If you have a bad list, you know, you're not going to have success and you could have the greatest copywriters, you could have the greatest business, you could have the greatest thing to offer. But if that list isn't there, it doesn't matter. So just a real quick example. Let's say I have a pool cleaning business. Well, I could have the best marketing message in the history of pool cleaning businesses, but if I send it to people who don't own pools, it's not going to matter one bit. 
And I, that's kind of an extreme example, but people kind of get roped into that. They, they, they don't think about the list. So list is number one. Then you've got your offer. So what it is we want them to do, what it is we want, do we want them to buy? Do we want them to go to a website? Do we want them to come in for a consultation? That's the second thing. And then the third thing is actually what you send. Are we sending a postcard? Is it a letter? Is it a big box of stuff, right? So depending on your client and how much they're of value to you, how much you're of value to them, it all depends on what we actually send. But the very first thing you got to get right is the list or it does not matter. So there are a lot of ways to build a list. You certainly can slowly build it over time, customers, former customers, whatever. And you can, working with printers, buy lists. Is that a good idea? Well, so what I tell people, so first off, there's no bad way. Both of the ways you described it are very, very good. You should always have the most success with your own customers, your past customers, your unconverted leads. So let's say, you know, some old school, everyone would have a shoebox full of business cards, right? Now we've got CRMs and we've got things that we can put in. And so you should have the most success either converting those unconverted leads or simply just making more offers to your existing client base, right? So many of us get caught up in going to find new folks that we forget, you know, there's usually gold right underneath our feet. So should always have success there. But when it comes to purchasing a list, you can also have some great success there as well. And I don't care if you're in the B2B space. I personally only work in the B2B space. All of my customers are other businesses. However, I'd probably say about 60 to 70% of our customers sell to consumers, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can get a consumer list, you can get a business list. So to pick up our, an example of our pool, I can go get, you know, in my service area, I can get a list of homes who have pools and I can market to them. I could go get a list of, now that's the B2C side. Let's say I also service uh, uh, condos that have pools or hotels that have pools or, or um, community centers that have pools. I can go get that exact same list. So you should always have the most success with your own list, but we still got to go and fish for more customers. And so working with a mail house, working with some, an agency, someone like myself, they can get you in touch and get you the right list. Okay. So there are good ways to collect a list. And now you said the second most important thing was the offer. Are there things I should keep in mind when I'm constructing my offer? Very good question. And yes, there absolutely are a couple things to keep in mind. First off is, what is the complexity of your business, right? What is it that you offer? So again, I'll use some real, you know, real world examples. If you're a restaurant, well, we all need to eat. We all know what a restaurant is. We all know what a two for one coupon is. We all know what a birthday, right? So that postcard could go out and it could be two for one or kids eat free, something like that. Cause we all, we, we know what a, we know what a restaurant is. Maybe a step farther up would maybe be a dentist. And so now that offer might needs to, might need to be a little more. It might need to be coming for teeth whitening. It might be uh, coming, you know, you're new in the neighborhood. You need to get your, your x-rays. And so you've got to do a little bit more to it. Now let's take something on the complete opposite end. Those are two things as consumers we kind of understand. Let's say you sell a complicated computer system for, I don't know, pick your business. Let's use our pool business. So you've got some kind of scheduling CRM software system that keeps track of all of your trucks running around town. 
well, to send a postcard that just says, hey, buy our X hundred dollar a month software, it'll never work. So the offer, what are the intermediary steps along the way that they would need to take to purchase? So maybe you lead them to a consult, you lead them to a webinar, you lead them to a, a video that they could watch. So the appropriateness of your offer all comes down to kind of the complexity of your business and the life cycle of the buyer who is buying. That is such good advice that you really have to think about who you're trying to attract and what's going to catch their attention. Okay, so I've got my list. I've got my offer. What do I send them? Yeah, that's a great question. So again, the reason we started with the list is because it all starts with the list. So what we send and what we offer is going to dictate what we actually send. So again, with that restaurant, a postcard may be just fine. Uh, we've got a postcard. It's got picture of our meals on there. Come in for two for one. Kids eat free Sunday, whatever you've got. But it could very likely be a postcard. But now let's say you're trying to attract a C-suite level executive and you're going to sell them whatever you're going to sell them. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, now they've got probably an executive assistant. They probably have two or three people that gets the mail before them. And now, so it's got to go through like three hands before it actually gets to the final person. So with that, maybe you send them a FedEx. Maybe you send them a box with some fun stuff inside. Maybe it's a big envelope with writing all over it, right? That says, that just screams, open me. But again, because we talked about that list first, it's all about the audience. So depending on the list that we're targeting, the offer that we're making, that's going to dictate what we actually send, what actually hits them in the mailbox. Awesome. Travis, this has been excellent. I know you've piqued my curiosity and I'm going to start thinking about direct mail again, and I'm sure my audience will as well. And there will be links in the show notes to your website where people can learn more about what you do. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. It was great speaking with you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out our digital toolbox and look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.